Here's one of our favourite moments from Jason Lawrence. Check out the full show on our podcast feed. The Good Enough Dad is a brand new potty. It's available uh, or dropping weekly on Wednesdays. It features some great dads, including Hamish Blake, Ben Hannett, Gus Wallen, and the lady behind it all, the queen of parenting and hopefully here to save my life, Maggie Dent. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Hi, guys. Queen of common sense. God, not the queen of parenting. <laughs> well, hell. Maggie, we get all sorts of interviews on this show and Jace has never been more excited for an interview than oh with you gosh. this morning. That's exciting, isn't it, Jace? Is that just... Um just because I got a sense of humour. You know, oh, it actually, no, it, it really makes is. Sense. What it, is it? I um, my wife and I, our parents do three boys: ten-year-old, oh, seven-year-old. Needless to say, yeah, and a two, <laughs> a two-year-old. And I just, and, and it's probably why you're so loved. Is I don't deal well with experts that are clinical. You just seem yeah. very real to me. You break it down in a real way. And it's a breath of fresh air. So thank you for everything you do. First. Oh, that's because I talk about poo and penises and farting an awful <laughs> lot when I'm doing seminars about boys. And um, and thanks for that because, um, you know, raising four beautiful boys was a great way for me to be able to understand them. But also I was raised on a farm and my mum was really emotionally unavailable. So I spent it with my dad. So hours with a dad instead of in the company of a female means I can now speak both languages, which Mm. has been really, really helpful for me whenever I'm kind of digesting certain behaviours and homes because I've been a girl, but I'm also part bloke. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Hey, um, I'm I'm not a parent myself, but I have a lot of friends who are parents and Jace and I obviously work very closely and we see each other first thing in the morning at five o'clock and we break down our days and I see – the trials and tribulations of a dad who's doing his best, hasn't slept much, hasn't slept in his own bed, hasn't slept at all sometimes, has sometimes got cranky and he's regrettable about it. But that's all so normal, isn't it? Because from what I see with my friends, when you're in it, you feel like you're the only person that's ever snapped at your kids or lost your temper. Yeah, you're exactly right, Lauren. And I think so there's a, and um, you know, the, one of the reasons I guess I've got to be quite as um, well-loved is the fact I own all my cock-ups quite publicly <laughs> and I've, I've had some doozies that other people have never yet achieved. So um, one of the things about parenting is that um, it's not a perfect art form and never will be, even though, yeah, Insta has kind of put out this pressure on parents, yeah. both mums and dads, that there's some way that you can get it right and everyone looks like they've got their shit together and they actually haven't, that every parent will have moments You know, that, you know, it doesn't matter what your plan is to get out the door in the morning. Some days it goes and you think, oh, we nailed it. Oh, we've got it right now. And the next day, absolute opposite. So I think it's the incredible unpredictability that really does a lot of parents in because they feel, oh, my God, I'm obviously, I need, I haven't worked it out yet. Mm. And there is no working it out. Um, And the other side to it, too, is that we need to be comfortable. And when we're co parenting, you know, that we've got two humans with very different past experiences from their own parents that they've also got playing out in the background. Yeah, so true. And it doesn't matter that you've just heard something that, you know, someone says is the right thing to do and all of a sudden your mum or your dad's come out your mouth. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. so true. That's there true. is a moment in I... every adult's life where they go, oh, God, I'm turning into my mother. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I had a moment, it was actually only last night, and um, Lou was out dropping one of the boys at basketball training and I was clashing with one of the other boys and I just, I burst into tears on my own in the room and I just was like, you're just really stuffing this dad thing up at the moment. 
and it's because, you know, we're having trouble with one of our kids at the moment where we're giving him all the affection in the world. We're trying to give him everything he wants, but also a balance of not just giving him everything. But he just seems so angry. And But I know that's not him as well. And, and we're trying to get to the bottom of it. And I'm trying to work out if it's school or if it's, you know, you know, we're changing diets and all that sort of thing. But there's just, I just can't find the bloody answer. And it, you know, there's really, there's, there's one thing that comes up too and that we'd love it if all our children were kind of born predictable, but <laughs> epigenetics plays a lot in that space. So when we have um, girls or boys that have challenges with their big feelings, it's often because they're leaning towards either the lamb end of the lamb and rooster spectrum or the orchid end versus the dandelion. Dandelions grow anywhere, right? But our lamb kids and our orchid kids have a sensitivity that takes a lot, a little bit longer for them to be able to understand their big feelings. And it's really hard, even in our world with our enlightenment, that boys are allowed to have vulnerable feelings. They're not as good at understanding them and navigating them. And when I wrote Girlhood, that was such a big, big message that, you know, that girls are pondering all the time, where's that coming from? What's that about? But boys, it just tips out of them and they no idea. And then one of the other things is that I'm going to suggest there's a layer of stress somewhere in your son's life and it may be that, you know, I'm going to throw out some possibles because you're being a fantastic CSI detective, you and your beautiful partner. (laughs) What is it that's driving this? There's something. And you're exactly right. Is it the diet? Is he getting enough sleep? You know, is he eating nutritious meal before he gets to school? Is it a friendship drama? But I'm going to say sometimes for boys in school environments, he may be looking around realising he's not in the top reading group or he's not able to remember the numbers the right way or <clears throat> his reading is not as good as others. So that frustration could be bubbling away underneath right. and you're not able to work that out. And the other biggie that can do that for boys is does he feel the teacher likes him? That's the sensitivity around that, you know, is huge. So cancel that one out because if, if, he, if he really likes his teacher, it's not that. But if not, then you've got to work out a way we build a better relationship so that he feels safer in that environment. Isn't it funny? You look, we were only talking about teachers the other day and we're reminiscing about some of ours and they have such a massive impact on your life. You can say any year and I can remember the teacher and the relationship I had. And the ones, the ones that, that you haven't felt that you've got along with, yeah. it sticks with you forever. Like Absolutely. I still get that pit in my stomach yep. when I think about this one teacher I had in year two and I'm 36 years old. Yeah. It's so, so can I throw something at that too? Because this is something I've learned post-teaching. So I was a high school English teacher and and I kind of got boys. So my classrooms weren't screamy shouty, a lot of activity, a lot of walking around, a lot of laughing. Um, is that I um, years later have found these men come up to me and say, you probably don't remember me. But you're the one who taught me about the power of kindness. So you're the person mm. who made me believe in myself. And they're boys that I thought I'd missed. So we know that actually boys can be influenced just mm. as easily by female, positive yeah. female teachers and positive females in their life as they are about men, mm. which is often a different perception that we don't get. Uh, we're on the air with the lovable Maggie Dent this morning. Maggie, there's something recently you said on Hamish Blake's podcast which I think Lauren is going to be a huge fan of. And I want to come back and chat about it on the other side of this here on KISS. You're listening to the Jason Lauren Podcast. Maggie Dent is joining us this morning, parenting expert extraordinaire. Hey, um, 
Maggie, I want to play some audio that I heard on Hamish Blake's How to Dad podcast recently where you explain the difference of what goes through a bloke's mind and what goes through a woman's mind when we go to bed at night. That's I can tell load... you what goes on. Okay. Oh, my God. Not only is, is the mind going, oh, man, look what I've got to do tomorrow. It's going back going, nah, I didn't do that really well. I'm a terrible mother. I shouldn't have said that like that. And I can't believe that woman said that to me. Could she just cut right in front of me? How rude was that? My God, there's not enough veggies. I didn't eat enough broccoli today. And, oh, my God, whose birthday is coming up? There's two birthday parties. How are we oh going to get there? I have to organise where the Hamish can go there and I can go there. And then we go, oh, my God, I wonder if they're going to get into university oh or how are they going to – and then I want to – and then I'll revisit the birth because that was traumatic and I want to get – just that is what the brain does sometimes. That's a woman's brain. It is. So what happens is also our beautiful male lays down beside us and goes, <gasps> takes a sigh and he's sound asleep because he's in the sleep box. Oh. We're in the everything box. I don't even think you have to have kids to relate to that. I'm yes, 100%, exactly I'm 100%, right, I'm 100% <laughs> guilty of just going to bed straight away. That was an eye-opener for me. My question is what can we do to help then? Oh, thank you for that because that's exactly – you do realise the clip where I made poor Kate Ritchie cry went – global and yes. it's seen by millions and there was lots of messages I got from dad saying oh how do I help with that Jesus, yeah. I didn't know that so it's how many tabs are open in your woman's brain and how many things are on the to-do list that you could simply go what can I take off that list yeah just know that you are blessed with something that means you go to sleep a lot quicker and that us females have got to learn how do we turn our inner critic off because there's an inner critic that's attacking us, but there's also the organiser. And the organiser is biologically driven from the time we were in traditional kinship community. So there's two kinds of sides. And also for the for the female, I think sometimes we've just got to get up and write the list of the things. Get a list out of your brain before you go to sleep. So yeah. you know that you've got tomorrow nailed. And the fact that you were also, I mean, I didn't add in that one, but you're already planning, you know, Christmas shopping like, four months out and you've, you know, like it's just, it's, and, and yeah. you're looking at it, oh, my God, i got a book in for my eyebrows and my hairy legs. Oh, like, yeah. It's just it's endless. Like, Do you endless stuff. Yeah. I, I, I don't have children but I can relate to that. Yeah. My gorgeous Paul, he will fall asleep mid-sentence in a conversation as soon as yes. we go to bed. But are, but are you guys I telling me? I'm like, are you right, mate? But are you guys telling me all you want is acknowledgement? Um, I think that would really help. Yeah. But also um, can you take something off? Yeah. My list, yeah. you know, so that um, you know, I can, I can at least have a little bit less that's going to run me around. And even if we're not going to trust you to do it anyway, it's nice that no. you thought about it. <laughs> and then just say, look, I now see it. I think that's what we've also had big feedback is that dads and 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 males in in lives are being so. Oh man, if God, I'm glad I, I don't do that. Oh, but I've now got I'll be honest. I felt like I, sh- I felt like shit when I heard you say that. Because yeah, and, I, yeah. and I said to Lou, I'm like, this is why you're staying up an hour after I am and the yeah. next day you're tired and stuff. And They're I was trying like, to get in front. Now, this is one of the biggest golden tips I want to give to every parent. We kind of have this, and particularly mums, if I stay up that extra half an hour, fold up that load of washing, do another load of washing and chop up the stuff that's ready for the lunches tomorrow, I'm going to get in ahead of parenting. And I'm going to say, you actually need to drop that one because it's the biggest foozy out there because – one of your boys has probably already done a skiddy in his jocks and you're already wearing the next load of washing and you're all, they're already, do you know what I mean? You can't get in front. Yeah. You never get in front until they leave home. So we need to be a bit realistic that it's a never-ending game of just mm. every day just doing the best we can and turning up, which is why 
We wanted dads to know that good enough dads muck up, forget stuff, but the fact they keep turning up the next day and having another go, that's good enough. You know, yeah, that's yeah. what we want them to do, to not beat themselves up with those moments like you had because we've all got them. Yeah. But we're going to look also, can you shift your lens to what you're doing well? And hey, you'll find that makes a big difference. Um, Maggie, like I said, I don't have kids, um, but kids and parenting these days is so different to what my parents went through. I'm not saying it's harder or easier. Nice. I completely acknowledge what my parents went through. But kids can't disconnect from schools. They can't disconnect from social media. They're on screens. Like if I got bullied at school, I went home and didn't think about it. And now kids can't disconnect, which means parents can't disconnect from worrying about their kids. And as someone who doesn't have kids, I'd love to have children if I'm lucky enough to have them. But it's a genuine fear for me to have kids and bring them into this crazy world. You're absolutely right. It is incredibly different. Mm. The number one thing, and this is it, Lauren, this is all you need. Does your kid know that they're fiercely, unconditionally loved, oh. even when they muck up? Mm. That is number one on terms of the most important need for every child. And I'm going to say some kids are really hard to be able to hold that space. Mm. Um, but also we've got a school system that's that's shifted into competition instead of honouring the yeah. true art of learning and, and being play-based. So there's all these other things um, and that's really making it hard to be a parent. But don't don't back away because, and I'm sure <laughs> Jace is going to say the same, there are these moments that no nothing else on earth can give you the depth of joy and delight that a moment with one of your children can oh, give. Lou and I were only saying the other day, we could go through nine hours of hell at a home yep. like, mm, and just yeah. and be completely rock bottom and then one of the kids will walk in and be like, God, I love you, Dad. You're the best dad oh. in the world. And you're just like, and, oh, yep. like, come on. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. There is nothing, yep. absolutely nothing like it. And, as a, um, and I unpack oh God, his bag and nanny, I camp, cancel that orphanage bloody admission <laughs> and I say, you're staying. I'll keep yeah. you for another day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is amazing. The Good Enough Dad. It's available now with episodes dropping weekly on Wednesdays. Maggie Dent, on behalf of all the parents out there, thank you for everything you do. We really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much. And uh, like I said, uh, hopefully there's a lot of laughter in homes because I think that's what we need to do as well. Just like Absolutely. Yeah. stop stressing. Oh, Absolutely. you're a wonder, Maggie. Thank you so much for jumping yeah. on with us lot, this Maggie. morning. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Jason Lauren podcast. For more great content, check them out on socials at Jason Lauren.